Hello, my name is Jacob Hyman, host of A Day a Week podcast, a podcast of sorts consisting of readings of the works of Servant of God Dorothy Day, Peter Marin, and writings of the Church Fathers and the Social Kingship of Christ. Today we will be reading On Pilgrimage, June 1974. In preparation for Lent, which will begin next week with Ash Wednesday, this writing has been selected as Dorothy discusses her difficulty but love of fasting and how she views it as a concrete way to lay one's life down for a friend. This leads her to discuss holiness and how it is wholeness of body, mind, and spirit. Holiness invades the entirety of our life as it is really us becoming into Christ. She quotes that famous quote, There is only one sadness not to be a saint. Let us listen prayerfully to this essay and see its calling as our own. Servant of God Dorothy Day, Peter Marin, Ora Pro Nobis. On Pilgrimage, June 1974. Summary. Focuses on fasting, how hard it is for her, and the call to be holy, to become whole persons, spiritually, mentally, and physically. When the Canadian Broadcasting Company invited me to be on their Man Alive program last month, and the subject they wanted me to talk about was saints, and what it felt like to be on occasion turned to saint, I groaned at first, reacted rudely, and then consented. Because I really do have plenty to say on the subject, and because of an omission in the last issue of The Catholic Worker of the name of Dick Gregory in our story on men and women who fast and protest against war and violence and the injustices and corruption of our times. Gandhi, of course, was listed, and Cesar Chavez, and Father Ed Guinan, and our former editor, Ammon Hennessy. But Bob Steed, also a former editor, once fasted for 40 days against capital punishment, the Chessman case, and Marge Swan, and so many others it would be hard to list them all. And now there is Dick Gregory, a writer, a brave and courageous spirit, who could be called certainly either a one-man revolution, a label Ammon loved, or a saint of our times. We are sustained by the food we eat as truly as by the air we breathe. We know each other in the breaking of the bread. Christ ate with his disciples on their wanderings, and at the Paschal meal he left himself in the bread and wine of the Eucharist. So it has always seemed to me that giving up food, fasting, is in a way offering your life for others, for one's brothers. And Dick Gregory has been doing just that for a long time. I think people learn more listening nowadays than by reading. One reaches more students through talking at all these commencements I've spoken at than by a flimsy eight-page paper that crumples into dust or is, hopefully, recycled. So I was glad of the chance to speak on man alive. Aspiring to Wholeness As for me, Ammon would call me a pipsqueak. I find it so hard to fast. Deneen Mauer and the Marshals are the best fasters among us right now. Deneen always does it for a particular person or project, and alone. But ah, me, I cannot fast alone. With a group in jail with 18 valiant women in a Roman convent for the Vatican Council, but not alone. As for saints, 
In the old translation of scripture, St. Paul greeted people in his letters as called to be saints, and wrote also that we should put off the old man and put on Christ. Be ye therefore holy, in other words, whole men, developing all our faculties, spiritual, mental, and physical. When I think how men have walked on the moon, their courage, their faith, how highly developed their mental and physical capabilities, I feel we are woefully underdeveloped spiritually. And yet, there is always some aspect of saintliness in the folks around the Catholic worker, so many young people getting down to the essentials of life, pruning away the non-essentials, learning to meditate, to contemplate. They are on a quest, a search for wholeness. Holiness. The Quakers have a saying, There is that which is of God in every man. In other words, seeing Christ in each other, as he told us to do. Whatever you did for one of my least brethren, you have done for me. We so often apply these words to the work of mercy, feeding, clothing, and sheltering others. But those in trouble who come to the Catholic worker do the same for us and each other. The little saints, like Hans, who taught everyone to bake bread, and Mike, who was so knowledgeable about furnaces and water heaters, and Tom Likely, who set tables, cut bread, mixed powdered milk, kept kettles hot, served up tea and coffee to the disconsolate, and now our latest departed friend, Bob Stewart, who chauffeured for so many years, so uncomplaining in those last months of emphysema. And all those other quiet men who dropped by off the road, who help in so many little ways. If I'm not careful, I'll sound like the Irish who see sanctity everywhere. What a variety of people called to be saints, crotchety, giddy, cranky ones, biblious ones. It is no means ambition to aspire to holiness, to wholeness. I always like to read about saints. In all bad times of luxury and corruption of the church, there was always a St. Francis, a St. Anthony, a St. Benedict, a Vincent de Paul, a Teresa, and a Therese, on the scene to enliven history. George Baranos, who wrote The Diary of a Country Priest, wrote also that famous line, There is only one sadness, not to be a saint. Pope John XXIII wrote to his family, The worst malady of all is sadness. So let us all, with St. Paul, rejoice in the Lord always, remembering Christ's Beatitudes, and call on the name of the Lord, recalling too St. Bernard's words, Jesus is honey in the mouth, music to the ear, and shout of gladness in the herd. Because Christ, our incarnate God, is present in his name as in his word, even as he was in the cloud which went before all the Israelites. When I write like this, it is for myself too that I write. Because this last month, after returning from my pilgrimage, my heart was heavy with the sufferings of little babies undergoing major operations that is hardest for me to bear. So let us pray for each other and rejoice, because we shared in some way the sufferings of others, and in some mysterious way lighten our own as we pray that the sufferings of others be lightened. Thank you for listening to A Day a Week, with new episodes out each Friday. A Day a Week podcast is a podcast of the Tradiste Catholic Social Action Network, an organizing hub for direct and strategic action and faithful and orthodox support of Catholic social teaching. 
Christ is the solution. Please reach out through the Podbean or DM me on Twitter to recommend essays of Day and Marin that you would like recorded. Thank you all, and remain in Christ's peace. Pax et bonum.